0: Donald Jeffries. author of hidden history and survival of the richest host of the donald jeffrey show billy ray, valentine. billy ray valentine host of the infinite fringe podcast researcher truth
1: seeker from the bronx new york tony Arterburn, tony Arterburn. radio host combat veteran precious metals analyst and alt historian Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated.
2: This is America Unplugged. Hey, what is going on? How's everybody doing? It's America Unplugged. The last episode of 2023. It'll literally be 2024 tomorrow, right? That, yeah, tomorrow, at you know, everybody will stay up and it'll be 2024. So greetings to all of you, especially all my people in Australia who are time travelers of the highest order and they know what's going on. They'll be ahead of all of us. Please tell us what happens in 2024. I want to know. All right. We're here with everybody with the fam. Thank you. We're, we're broadcasting live on freeworld.fm as well. Mr. Tony Arderburn. The wisest of all the wolves, tell them what's up, sir. Well,
1: it's good to see you and Don. Uh, happy belated birthday, my friend. I don't know if you got enough uh, birthday. Congrats. Most people don't know. Billy and I, we're just a couple of days apart on when we were I'm I'm his big brother, though. I'm older. I'm wiser. I've been on the earth uh, two days. Two days longer than Billy. And I have, I have a lot of plans left for the year. I hope everybody can respect those. I got to get to work on my goals for 2023, okay? (laughs) I might have to cut the show short a little bit.
2: All right, well, we get it 100%. Mr. Don Jeffries, what is going on? How are you, sir, the legendary? Say hello. Welcome to Uh, your show.
0: Well, hello, and happy birthday to both of you. It's amazing that you guys are two days apart like that. No wonder you're so close. So I hope you guys had a great birthday, and uh, I hope you don't feel shortchanged. I always felt a little sorry for people whose birthdays were so close to Christmas because you don't get like a separate thing you know but uh, i don't know maybe maybe you didn't feel that but uh, you know mine's in august so yeah you know, it's a whole <laughs> whole different thing you know they could make a big fanfare over me then but uh yeah it'd be nice to look back on 2023 and uh you know so long don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out you know basically what I feel about it <laughs> man
2: 2023 was a was a a years of up and downs, uh, ups and downs, like personally and like uh, in in on the world stage also. You know, it's 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 been a crazy year. Um, regardless, uh, I'm grateful to have gotten well. Let's not, you know, um, you know, knock on wood. I'll last for the for for another day and make it to 2024. But but we've we've gone this far, so um, which is good, you know. Um, and and yeah, man, uh, Tony and I are two days apart. Yeah, he's uh. He's uh, uh the older brother I never had, right? And I finally found him. There he is. Um, yeah, cause I'm I'm I'm, in in my family, there's only, a one other male, uh, out of the generations of of, of uh, you know grandkids and and great grandkids that were born or whatever. I'm I'm the male, and then I have a cousin, and that's it. Everybody else is, is is female. Um, and I have two sisters, you know. But um, but that's it. So, Tony 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 was born uh. In Texas, you know, uh, two days before me, they were like, uh, we got to give him a brother. So there he is. Um, but, but, uh, but we're going to do it today, everybody. We're going to do it today. Uh, thank you for tuning in, uh, Rhonda Tate. I see you happy new year to you. Good to see you. Uh, and thank you for tuning in as much as you have, uh, throughout the year. Steve Swan. What's up, Steve? How you doing team? Uh, Tom Cooper's in here. What's going on? Mr. Cooper, Mr. Wayne McCroy how are you good to see you buddy as usual thank you for being here karen carpenter thank you karen we appreciate you so much every time you do all these people all year you've been here i feel uh freethinker 59 is here how are you angus mustang it was a pleasure to meet angus you know uh and 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 to get to know him this year man um we got to get you set up on Free World, also, man. Um, Angus, it's it, he's a gem. Yeka, it's been so cool to talk to Yeka uh, um, this year, and um, I think I'm going full carnivore, man. Really, to be honest, I, I mean, I've I've been fighting against this because it's not in my nature. Maybe it is in my nature, and I'm fighting against my nature. But what the hell? I'm eating meat all the time anyway. I think I'm going to go full carnivore and see where it takes me. Um, <laughs> you know so thank you Yeka, for that all those episodes are gonna are gonna drop now actually so go over there to the infinitefringe.podbeam.com i did a a show with yekka i did a show on the shroud of turin also it's dope uh i did a show with uh bart Sabrell on the moon angry tiger and we still have the ufo show to do i was waiting on that but i think we'll do that for the new year um with uh with tony and and um and chris graves and, and a few others uh let me see who else is on here uh guard goldsmith shouts to guard how are you sh- uh guard thank you for being as supportive as you are year after year after year and, and tom cooper thank you so much uh you guys uh hosted the david knight show um this week and um did a fantastic job tony and, and, and guard and uh, all right let's go oh, And liz the iron Maid is, in, is on youtube how are you doing liz happy new year to you Thank you for, for being here. We love to see you. Carl Hassel is here. How are you? And everybody else. We're gonna we're gonna get to YouTube too. Dawn Lambert, the white wolf is here. Foggy Trails. Everybody, everybody showed yeah. up. Harps. What's up, Harps? How are you? Uh John Lawler, you know, everybody. We're gonna get to everybody and and, and make sure we wish you guys uh happy new year, happy 2024. We're gonna do it big in 2024, ladies and gents. All right, Tony Arterburn, man. I'm gonna come to you. Um so, I mean, we're, there's a, we can do a show on what happened this week, really. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't really want to do that. I, I'd rather talk about what happened this year since it's the year-end review of things. And there were a lot of highlights. And, and, and we were going through it pre-show. We typically don't do this. We just pick stories and go, you know, really quickly. But we were going through what to talk about. And so much of this I had already forgotten. And it happened this year and there were major stories and we did shows on them. I did fringes on some of this stuff. And I was like, Oh yeah, that did happen. Didn't it? You know? And, and, and it goes to show the attention span of, of the normal American. Anyway, tone, pick one, man. What do you think is, is worthy, uh, noteworthy to, to, to discuss 2023? Uh, Pick one, sir.
1: Just one, just one for now. Just, (laughs) just, I would say an overarching theme in 2023 with massive historical implications, something I've talked about, it's my wheelhouse, is de-dollarization, the the nations of the world, financial institutions of the world, slowly moving away from the dollar. And I think this will have uh, far-reaching implications into 2024 and beyond, Uh, American society, American economy, uh, the ability for the American empire to project power Uh, Geopolitically, uh, this is the biggest story that's probably not getting much coverage unless you're in some sort of niche, you know, uh, uh, financial network corner of of the news. Uh, But uh, even then, it's hard to find. But that is the those are that's the biggest if you want to. And there's little satellite stories that surround that. But to me, it's the uh, ongoing de-dollarization of civilization.
2: Right, man. Um, And that's it's inevitable. Right, and, and and I think that in twenty twenty four we'll can. Well, I don't. I, I know. Right. There's very few things that I can say that I know, but that that I think that's gonna happen for sure. Right. Like in twenty twenty four, we'll we will see it. Uh, more evidence of it. I think it's gonna be a slow grind, though. Tone. I think we're gonna um, twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, maybe a little bit longer than that before the full phase out happens. But uh, but it's it's uh, incremental, little by little, tiptoe. You know, and and uh, and they're making it happen um i i meant i saw a story yesterday my My wife my wife sent it to me about um how they want to do away with cell phones they're introducing that now you know that they're, they're starting to sprinkle the consciousness of the people with it and just say hey maybe we've been talking about it for quite some time but we're conspiracy theorists right <laughs> so and but now the mainstream is going maybe you don't want to carry that thing maybe you want to do something else right and uh and this is all a part of it, right? Because everything—why would you want to carry cash, right? Why would you want to? Yeah, well, de-dollarization is something else altogether. But still, you know what I mean. Like all of this stuff is is together in in the same uh, the same orb, in my opinion. Anyway, Don Jeffries, what's up, sir?
0: Well, certainly that's a big thing. The uh, as Tony points out, uh, this this could lead obviously to the the uh, digital currency that they seem to want, and that's that's a prospect everyone should fear. Right. Because uh, it's not that necessarily cash is that great, but having a digital digitalized currency that will undoubtedly be tied to some kind of social credit score, and the three of us probably you know I, I think I personally think I probably have the lowest you know social credit score in world history. I don't know maybe it's always lower. I don't know. I like to think I'm number one in that regard, but uh, <laughs> I certainly will not do well under that kind of system I, I literally never have access to any money. I don't know maybe they'll pay their bills for me automatically I hope. Uh you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll hoard whatever cash I can, but certainly hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, this was a a wild year. Just some of the issues we were discussing before the show that and some of my I forgot I forgot about the uh, the Titanic submarine. I've completely forgotten. And I mm-hmm. I mentioned the uh the very strange uh, thing, the fires in Hawaii that has never really been explained. And we uh we tried to do shows on them and you know were the police stopping people from leaving and uh were there EMTs involved or DEWs? I mean, we don't know that, but it's just kind of, you know, these these stories come and go. East Palestine, Ohio, earlier this year. I mean, they the last I heard, the wildlife and the water supply had been affected in the area. And Donald Trump came and bought them all McDonald's, and that was the end of the story, as far as I know. I said, I don't know. I, they could all be dead for all we know. I don't know with their wildlife and water poison, but no, nothing else about it. You'd think the climate change people would be you know really keenly interested in that because apparently the climate there was really <laughs> adversely affected. But you know for about a week or so we were hearing about trains that apparently all the time are derailing and you know terrible chemicals are spilling out. We heard for you know maybe a week, other examples, and then I guess they stopped derailing. It was a bad week for derailed trains, I guess, because that, we never heard any more about it. and that's what happens right. with these stories. They come and go. They don't stay in the news. We were even talking about Israel Hamas, where that's that's still going on, but it's not. You know, nobody's thinking it's going to be World War Three at this point. Right, so right, right. they they just keep us fed with a steady diet of fear porn and uh, bread and circuses, as uh, someone said centuries ago.
2: And then they take it away. You know, they, yeah. they they introduce it, they take it away, and we were just talking about that about about Israel and Palestine, how it's how it's gone from from uh, the headlines anyway you know it's it's still being reported in the news right and and if you know where to go you get heavy coverage on it um but the mainstream outlets the most popular ones have gone away from it as the top story and that makes a lot of people believe that it's over right that it's done and 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 that's how this stuff is done like uh, even a. uh, uh uh, uh, Palestine, Ohio. And, uh, how, how ironic is that? Right. The, the name of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people commented on that
2: at the time. Jesus. And, um, and, um, you know, uh, the submersible, I can understand, right. Like why that would go away. What, what else are you going to do at this point? They're, they're dead and and it, and it happened. Right. Um, but I completely forgot about it. And, And until you mentioned it, I'm like, damn, I forgot about that. Yeah. And, um, that was a, a prime example of how the media um and and the powers that be can manipulate, control, and 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 uh and put out a narrative for, for us to believe and we'll follow it blindly. That was like an an excellent example of it because it happened, you know, and and they were either they were lying or somebody was lying, right? I think it's safe to say that somebody was lying here, like e- even if 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 the mainstream media was given the faulty information that that um, uh, they were sending out uh, that that they heard clapping or something, right? And, and that, that they heard some noises that potentially came from this thing. Th- there were movie stars that already knew that this thing had blown up, like instantly, and they heard it. They they heard. Um, I, I forget what what uh what agency picked it up. Uh um, the noises of 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 the explosion that was created when when uh when this thing blew up. So they knew. And and they 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 let us uh, by a dog collar for for a few days until they decided that they would reveal the truth. And that was it. And then after they revealed that it, that the thing had blown up and everybody was dead, then they start coming out with, oh, yeah, we knew X, yeah. Y, and Z. It's incredible. <laughs> like I just don't understand it.
0: Yeah. And this is why this is and this is why this is why so many people you know uh, cry fake news in it all because there's so many holes in all these stories. Right. Uh, Foggy Trail brought up I forgot about that. That's another we've had about the Chinese balloon, the Chinese spy balloon. Right, right. You know the, the slowest moving spy thing we've ever seen. It was you know traveling across half the world before somebody realized it was there, <laughs> and then it's hanging over a state, and then and then they did still didn't do anything. It didn't didn't it go to Florida or something? And eventually they shot. It. I mean, I. It's, it's, the whole story, I mean, we have this trillion-dollar defense system. It's bad enough that we had planes flying around in 9 and they somehow didn't do anything. But a slow-moving balloon? And they can't figure out what that is. So, But thanks for bringing that up. I, I forget. There's so many of these stories that they just come and go, man. They right. just do.
2: No, absolutely, man. Um, Tone, what did you think about the submersible and all this other stuff and the flying balloon from, from China?
1: Well, I think both of them are glaring examples of, of the incompetence, the rot in the American civilization, everything that's happening right now from the inside—the controlled demolition of of our country. Right. And again, you look at uh, the submersible. I mean, it's it has so much irony. I don't. It's like a Russian dollar. It's like irony inside the irony and more irony. I mean, they're going to look at the Titanic, and then you've got these billionaires and and <laughs> you know, m- million, multi millionaires and people. And the guys got a, a joystick from. Some you know for a Nintendo,
2: seriously, bro. And and
1: I'm like, is there a better metaphor for what's happening to our own country? Like these people that are self entitled, they they somehow they somehow amassed a fortune, they run everything, and they're tanking. There is no sector where we're doing better in American life, and it's like we let these these people have have the have the the controller, which is now a Nintendo controller, and we're going to see the Titanic and implode. I mean, that's that's to me a great metaphor. Uh, and, and, and
2: the yeah. thing is, right, you you they were looking at it through a television screen. I thought that they'd be able to actually see the wreckage, but they're not. They they're they're looking at a television, looking at the wreckage. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like I I would just stay home and look at it, <clears> they <throat> get a better view, you know. Um turn on the discovery. Proximity, channel.
1: you gotta be you gotta see the, the it's it's so, I think, indicative of where we are in culture and, and just what's happened to people's minds. I mean, the, the Chinese spy balloon is another great example. Would this have happened? I mean, can you can you see Dwight Eisenhower allowing that to happen? Would the Soviets be able to fly a giant balloon over America in the 1950s? You know, would, would any anyone with any president? I mean, even as incompetent as some of the ones we've had or, you know, that are bought and paid for by foreign interests. I mean, it is so it's so glaring that you can have that happen. And there was a report the other day that uh, the, the spy balloon used like our Internet service providers to communicate with China. Uh, you know, this is I, there's going to be more of this. It's it's there was a term that um, that Richard Nixon used, you know, he's trying to uh, to do something about the stagnation in Vietnam. And he said, we look like a pitiful giant. Now it's always that resonated with me. It's like, what are we, some kind of pitiful giant? And you fast forward fifty years later, my God, we are like it's. We have all yeah. this. We can't. We have all this power and wealth and might. And then there's Joe Biden. There's. Have you seen our Congress, both parties? I mean, have you seen John Fetterman? I mean, this is this is the best we can do. Right, right. I mean, we're in trouble. Like this is this is that should be a warning bell in the night. And and uh, uh, the Speaker of the House, man.
2: Kevin McCarthy. Um, when I'm coughing and, and I hit the mute button, do you guys still hear me cough? I don't know if my mute button is working.
0: I heard okay, good. That means you bit. guys haven't heard it. I think I right? so okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't okay. hit
2: the mute button. Sorry about that programming, um, backstage producing thing. I don't know if this thing is working or not. It says it is, but I don't know if it isn't. I think the in, new
1: speaker of the house is actually Milhouse from the Simpsons. Nice. <laughs> that, would be
2: that would be dope. Milhouse would be fantastic. Milhouse, very, very I'd be for Milhouse, Milhouse for president. I'd be, I'd be completely, I mean, we no, pretty much have Milhouse here, for president too. at this point anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was a whole freaking disaster and people fighting, fighting in the Capitol, you know, and, and not the January 6th uh, uh, people. These were the actual people that are employed to be there were fighting each other. Um, uh, Lauren Bobart.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) yeah, that's right. Yeah. I I still
1: think Bobart Fetterman 2024. I don't know which one needs to be VP, but I I just do the the campaigns.
0: Let's get it over with. Well, I got to give Lauren Bobart a little credit. She, she reminds me of a lot of the girls we had back in the old days of America 1.0, where you, you, you had, you had some exciting first dates back then. I, I I was under the impression, you know, she would, you might not get a good night kiss from her for a month or something you know she's this uh, you know very holy christian and everything so that was i don't know what that was about but again this when people see those things it's almost like it's contrived because it was so ridiculous and so over the top i mean she's vaping and wasn't she heckling people that were talking to her and they're grabbing each other's crotches right in the middle of the i mean Really, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that ability really to happen too much back in the 1970s. So that was, that was very, uh, out there. But um, and she's kind of, uh, kind of disappeared now, along with, uh, I guess, RFK Jr. They've kind of both vanished into the, uh, <laughs> into the abyss.
2: Right. Um, uh, Henry Kissinger's dead too. That's yeah. another thing that happened.
0: We lost some good ones, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but 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 uh, I, taken from us at such a tender age, too. Right, man, right. Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but,
2: but as Don has astutely pointed out in 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 many many America Unplugged episodes, uh, we have uh, for the time being uh, figured out a way to dodge World War Three which yeah. is fantastic right yeah, and man. i gotta tell you don like i legit thought it was gonna happen i, I thought this was the biggest chance we had i was like all right yeah. man, this week's the guy we gotta start getting ready because <laughs> this does not look good you yeah. know and, and, and i mean the elements are still there i think they could pull the trigger well they can pull the trigger on something like this whenever they want but thank, thankfully it hasn't happened um but i mean i, I do want to talk about the the shifting perspective amongst uh, the youth here in the United States. And we spoke a little bit about this on the David Knight show with Tone and the rest of the panel that was there, but just uh, lightly touched on it. Um, I I mean, I, I guess some of it can be attributed to, to social media, but there's a lot of anti-Israeli government sentiment you know, and it's being spinned uh, as anti-Semitism instead of criticizing the government of Israel, which is what a lot of these people are doing. A lot of these young people, they're not necessarily hating on people from Israel, you know, or being anti-Semitic in any way. They're just criticizing the policies of the Israeli government, which are two very different things. They're trying to merge anti-Semitism with this in order to protect whatever the Israeli government is doing. Um, But it's I, I, I think this is a positive thing that people are changing their minds about things like this. And, and to a point where they're, uh, they're like creating some change at least, I don't know if I'm being worked. It's very possible that this is all nonsense. Right. And, and uh, this is all part of the plan, but, but it, it, it gives me a little bit of hope. Am I off base tone? Go ahead. Tell me, bring me back to reality.
1: Well, everything has a season. I think this is where you start seeing the, uh, the influence of the Israeli lobby, the, the chokehold really, they've had, I mean, I don't know what else you call it. Uh, hmm. you go back to, um, you know, the early two thousands. I mean, if you had anything to say that would be even in the realm of, uh, pushing back against, uh, supporting Israel or whatever their policies were, you were, you were not able to get elected to office. I don't think that that's the case now. I think that there's a, there's a waning influence. I think they overplayed their hand in many ways, especially if you look at the decades of endless war in the middle East, we have a middle East uh, centered foreign policy, not just because of oil, but because of the influence of the Israeli lobby. And you have to understand it's, these are wars that I fought in too. you, You look at the, the foreign policy strategy that benefits Israel the most is chaos. Uh, they want they need destabilized governments because what threatens Israel is not terrorism. Not really. Uh, that's not an existential threat to a country that has 300 atomic weapons, a first rate intelligence service, a first rate air force, a first rate army that doesn't threaten them. What threatens Israel is nation states, nation states like Iran, like Egypt, uh, like Syria. Right. Uh, that It's nation states. So it, Iraq was a, a big nation state uh, that threatened Israel. Uh, Israel and if you remember the Gulf War uh, Saddam sent the uh, Scud missiles and uh, you know trying to hit Tel Aviv after you know the uh, United States launched desert storm um so that was in their interest to take out the government of Iraq um, and if you look at uh, the 1984 I think it was 1984 Don might correct me on this but the Israelis they just bombed a, a nuclear reactor that Iraq was building with the French called Osirik right it's always nation states. So that's yeah. why, and by the way, they have a right to do that. Uh, uh, nation states have a right to self-determine and 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 put their own interests first. I think I wish our country would do that, uh, mm-hmm. but Israel is really good at that, and they they've done a, a really good job, if you want to put it that way. They've done a masterful job at capturing the uh, a, a great portion of our politics, and so I think that's having a a cascading uh, and a receding effect at the same time. So that you, you're just watching a high, I think you watched a higher watermark pass and, uh, this is going to get interesting because mm-hmm. people are, politicians are openly walking away. Uh, and it's not, it's not, it's not big yet. It's not, it hasn't happened. It's not a movement that I would say I re- truly recognize yet, but I, I think they've lost influence. So you're going to start seeing some pushback to what would I think earlier mm-hmm. in earlier times would be just a rush to like get behind, uh, whatever's happening with Israel and stand right, right next to them. Right. Absolutely. I agree with all of that, man.
2: Um, Nancy chambers in the chat. How you doing, Nancy says, hey, Nancy. uh, we also conquered inflation in 2023, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, we have absolutely. And I, I, I only spend about, you know, $75 at, at, in the supermarket now. It's amazing with, with one bag worth of stuff. You know? It's a great thing. Um, Rhonda Tate, uh, says uh oh hold on hold on it was Ang- angus mustang uh says inflation is not real and then Rhonda tate says like birds right birds are not real either love the conspiracy theories going on in the rock chat thank you very much love all that don what are your thoughts on what tony said
0: well, you know, I've, I've remarked on this before, but the, it's, it's interesting the way uh, the, the political uh, spectrum uh, looks at Israel now for a long time. And I'm sure Tony remembers. He's a fan of Pat Buchanan. Uh, <clears throat> people like Pat Buchanan on the right. and There weren't many, but there were people on the right like Pat Buchanan, Ron Paul um, and some others in Congress. Uh, they were the only critics of Israel. Uh, and the left at that time was—they were following. They were still watching Exodus, you know, the ridiculous Hollywood propaganda from 1960 starring Kirk Douglas you know, with the, the theme song, where they they glorified the creation of Israel, kind of kind of glossed over the fact that you know they they displaced all those people and took their land and everything, and uh, blew up the King David Hotel and things like that. But. uh But the left has come full circle. I I don't really understand it, other than the fact I think it is part of the anti-white agenda. So it may be a good byproduct, the only good byproduct of the anti-white agenda may be to focus attention on Israeli atrocities uh, committed against non-white people. And that's why I think you see the left, why this is coming to a head. And I don't think the establishment knows what to do. Maybe they didn't count on this. I don't know. But I don't know why they would think that uh, people like Rashida Tlaib and all those students on the, the college campuses that are pro-Palestinian—why uh, would they think they would look at this in any other way than they look at everything else? That the whites are the colon- the the, the, uh, the colonizers, and the the non-whites or the brown people are the victims. And in this case, it's undeniable. I mean, you know, it's a little bit mm-hmm. more of a gray area with what you know us and the Indians. It's a kind of a different situation, but here, you know, this is clearly that that was established. It was 1948. Uh, Palestine, I'm sorry, people that, you know, the Chris, Christian scientists that have lectured me over and over again. Palestine didn't exist. There was no such thing as Palestine. Well, they, they had something called Palestine on all the maps back then, and you can still produce them. So I don't know why they bothered to put something called Palestine there if it didn't exist. And uh, the people that were there, I mean, they, they were living somewhere in that land. But I, what I think is wonderful, even when Pat Buchanan and people like that were criticizing from the right, none of them, I don't think question the validity of israel being there i think they questioned uh, you know the amen corner and all that in the foreign policy but the left today is questioning the validity and so people are comfortable i can feel comfortable coming out and talking about that you stole their land that doesn't mean that you know so does israel have a right to exist well not and on somebody else's land it doesn't not justifiably so that's the whole point is that if people that are israelis that are jews and became israelis or whatever of course, they we all have a right to exist as, as life forms, but that doesn't mean you can just like I said. I've said what? What if the you know some Buddhist sect in China decided that you know their religion told them that you know Rhode Island was was theirs, and they decided to come here and said hey, and they had you know they had uh, Russia helping them, all the great powers of the day helping them. I mean, what would we think about the displaced Rhode Islanders? And then you know they, the Rhode Islanders were you know. Had no weapons, so they just had to throw rocks at them. And oh, you're a terrorist! And that's that's where we are today, where they portray these people who are victims and have nothing. They're little kids throwing rocks at, at tanks that we paid for. This a disgrace. What is going on over there? Again, I don't suggest that we should get in on the side of the Palestinians. I, I don't want to fight a war anywhere. You just pull the plug on Israel. Israel's been around. It's, we're all, it's almost 80 years old. I think it's time for, for them to leave the American taxpayers' nest. You're on your own. I think you can do it. Okay, we built you into the third greatest power in the world. Uh, see how you handle all the uh, the angry Arabs uh, without our help. But uh, it's, it's ridiculous. We should get out of there. It's nothing to do with us and uh, is you know, this has nothing to do with America, and all it does is make us more enemies and, and make us look ridiculous because frankly, if we taking the side of the oppressors is I don't think that's that's very moral in any way, shape, or form. Uh,
2: the the Rhode Islanders can have the Rhode Island strip. I'm I'm sure they'll be fine with that. They, <laughs> they don't need anything else. They'll be cool. Um, what else do we have this year? Let me see. We 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 briefly touched on Hawaii. We can we can go back to that. Um, we had the young lady on from the Unjected podcast. I forget her name. Um, and uh, she lives there. And she clarified oh, yeah, a bunch of this stuff that I, I would have been like, this is a crazy conspiracy theory. What are you talking about that everything that's blue is getting blown up or not? Yeah. I forget, yeah. I what it was. And and I, we, we straight up asked her on the show and she was like, yeah, it's true. I'm like, what? What are you <laughs> you know so and 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 that's uh an eyewitness that i have no no uh reason to think she's lying to me she's friends with friends of mine you know people Shelby Shelby, exactly gotta have Shelby on um on the fringe to talk about this And, and i was supposed to and i never reached out but uh she verified a lot of this stuff a lot of these conspiracy theories that were coming out of there man um and I, I'm one to think, especially with these wildfires, because there were a lot of them. I forgot. It was was it this year that that New York turned freaking orange? I think that was yeah. this year. Yeah. You sent it, me pictures. It, it turned orange, <laughs> and I was like, "What is going on?" I remember just hitting up um uh, uh, my kids and saying, "Come home
1: now." Uh, isn't that, that a signal is, to 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 summon Donald Trump? Wasn't damn. that? What happened? <laughs>
0: We don't want not and over New, New York. York. York
1: well, don't, don't you want him back over yeah. there? Not, not me. I, I man, certainly do pals in your backyard, right there. <laughs> jackhammering gonna... outside of your window.
2: I got them all here. Giuliani's here too. <laughs>
1: you know, um,
2: but um, but yeah, man, that that happened. So and and so I, I don't. I think those are natural things, right? That that are happening, especially out of out of Canada, right? Um, and it, and my sister knew exactly what it was because she's out in the West Coast, and it, it happens in San Francisco. Often. And she was like, no, that happens. I had no idea. So I'm like, what, what the hell going on? <clears throat> um, Regardless, not good. Right. So I, I thought of Hawaii as something similar, but I, I got to say, like it's, there could be other things that play with this, especially after Shelby came on and broke it down. Anyway, go ahead, Tony.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, we were talking uh, off air, looking at the most Google searches for, uh you know, 2023. What's, what's people, what are people looking at? That didn't make it. The, Ma- the Maui fire, the, it's an amazing, it's, event. it's insane, but that's kind of 2023, 2022, the cycle that we've been in, it's hard to even keep track of the years. Like what, right. what has happened? It's so yeah. much hitting yeah. you at once. These aren't, uh, these, these times aren't really iconic for us. Like, cause you can remember that. I mean, I was growing up, I was younger, but the 1990s, like you can remember like key events, but you know, it's lately that, that seems to be, where I'm having to recall every, like you just asked me, what's 2023? And to me, I'm still talking about 2020 and in 2021 and still, you know, mm-hmm. rolling out the items and news items and, and events that happened from then. So uh, we're, we're in something, this is a, you know, this is a fourth turning. If you want to look at the, the historical cycles, the Romans called it a secular. About every 80 years, mm-hmm. you have a massive uh, upheaval, uh, a um, resetting of society, institutions start to decline, they're replaced with other things. Yeah. Um, You know, or there again, in, in decline would be a great <laughs> that's a, that's pretty much what we are uh, across the board. There's going to be something else, it's not, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. So, we're watching a, a you know, a, a massive amount of of news items and, and events roll out. It, 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 you, what happened in Maui, too, is it, one of those things that you know, it's kind of like East Palestine. Yeah. You know, you, nobody talks about it anymore. It's gone. Yeah. It's over. And I would, East Palestine was another one of those really weird things yeah. Uh, where they had the movie about it. You know, they, they had the, the production was like a year before and released this movie about a, a train derailment and yeah. chemicals <laughs> in that same town. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's probably a, a good idea if, if you're living somewhere and you see a movie about a disaster. that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that's going to hey. happen, but um, same that's thing very with the point.
2: No, no, that, that's a really good point. Um, and and, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally open to um uh, to any theories about the wildfires. I, I have no idea. I tend to think that they're natural, but that's just me giving giving it the benefit of the doubt. I'm I'm open to anything. They could definitely be, you know, uh not natural. I, I have no idea is what I'm trying to say. But but that's an excellent point, Tone. Um and now we have that movie. Um, that just the the trailer came out for Civil War, right? (laughs) Have you seen it? Yeah, same trailer. <laughs> you saw the you saw the trailer, Don,
0: right? Yes, yes.
2: All right. So, so it's it's different states uh, breaking yeah. away from the United States, and and, you're, and
0: this and there's a strange Texas California coalition, Tony. Yeah. So I I don't know what screenwriter dreamed that up, but uh. Uh, I
2: don't know the the, the the inside the the one that knows what's going on. Is, I wouldn't be surprised if Barack Obama had something to do with it since he's yeah. producing films at this point. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and um uh. There, there's a scene towards the end of the trailer where there are two people that meet in, in, in a field, and there's some uh, combatants with guns. And the other guy goes, "Hey, man, I'm an American." And he's like, "What type of American?" And he can't answer him, and brought up the freaking gun immediately, like, and and uh, <laughs> so I mean, and and, and again, I, I I don't think we will see a civil war, at least not yet, right? Yeah, I, I don't think we will see one, but they're they're pushing this right and especially here in the alt media it's been pushed for quite some time yeah. the american civil war you know get your guns especially after the whole trump thing you know um and 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 trump himself has been pushing a, a civil war uh sometimes i remember michael flynn decided that maybe we should have martial law you know after after the 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 2020 election he he wanted to lock everything down um uh, marshally he wanted to have martial law and and uh, and uh, and have uh, have the ballots uh, recounted or, or or redo the election. This was what Michael Flynn was putting out there. Um, but this trailer, something like this, it, even though I don't think it'll happen, it's something to keep an eye on, man. Because uh, you can't put anything past them. What are they trying to foreshadow with it? You saw you saw it, uh, Don. What did you think about it?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it looked it it looked like predictable what you would expect from Hollywood, were the right. evil white. I mean, they weren't wearing MAGA hats, but they might as well have been. Uh, were but then that Texas California coalition that made no sense. I don't know what what kind of uh, screenwriter came up with that, but uh, but I think that again, I think the Civil War it's it's one of those other things. It's like World War Three. It's like an asteroid hitting. It's uh, it's like uh, the newest the newest deadly strain of COVID. It's fear porn that's out there all the time and. It looks like there's a potential for civil war, but I just don't see the side, and I, I don't want a civil war, but I don't think the side that has the gun and the Second Amendment people, the people that are uh, fed up with the woke corruption, I, I just don't see them doing anything. I I, I I don't see them. So I think if there is a civil war, it will be orchestrated and planned. They will, they will plant um, some... Um, you know undercover agent types to start some new supremacist movement or something and uh to commit acts and and because what happens is if if you if you get enough of that then you will have followers i mean because there the, the this this is the problem with anything is there most people are followers you need leaders and that's why in every riot going back to the 60s There's always a police or some kind of undercover government agent there to throw the first rock through the window or to set the first fire. And once that happens, then the rest follow like lemmings. And I think that's what happened on January 6th, too. It happens all the time. And that's, that's how they control things, because they know how human beings react. That their followers, so it's something like a civil war. You, all you would need was a, you know, a couple of General Zod types that would come out working for the FBI, and uh, they would be the new leaders, and they would say all the right rhetoric to get, you know, everybody fired up. Yeah, yeah, right on, let's do it. You know, we're tired, we're not mad as hell, we're not going to take it anymore. All you need is a few people doing that and some people around him to take the first action. Right. but I, I I don't think it's gonna happen though but uh, but that if it did happen it would be controlled I don't see I don't think there's any chance of an organic movement where people just on their own get fed up with it and decide we're gonna do something I mean I, you saw that to some slight degree on January 6th where you had people I, I don't know how many were there maybe a million that came from all over the country but they had planted the people there to control the action so that it was organic in the fact you got that many people there. But I, I don't think you'll ever see anything behind that. where I say, "Hey, let's go down there, let's let's take over a, a television station, or let's go down and take over CNN, or something like that," with a show of force and get on the air and, and tell the truth, you're, you're never going to see that. It just—if they do, you know that some FBI guy was leading it. But uh, I, I, wish, I, I, I wish, I wish, I wish I wasn't so jaded about it. But I just—I just know how it works. It just people are just—they're all followers. They're all—and rightly scared after January sixth. You know. I, Everybody ought to be scared of doing something because they don't want to they don't want to be like the the, uh, the Hispanic leader of the white supremacist Proud Boys Enrico <laughs> Rico So to cu- I mean, that's a, that's a real curious racist organization, because, right. you know, why would you pick a Hispanic as your leader? I it's kind of a, I, I, it's like it's really much like the uh, uh, Dave Chappelle skit, you know, where the black guy was ahead of the Ku Klux Klan. He was blind <laughs> and he so it knows it's very similar to that and And he's uh,
2: he's brown skinned too he's not even a white hispanic he's a brown
0: skinned guy Yeah, yeah, no, and and, he well he wasn't even he wasn't even in he wasn't even in dc and he got he wasn't there and they gave him 22 years so i mean that's that's i understand why people are scared when you see that kind of stuff
2: but i I got i gotta look into why he got he got the 22 years I, i didn't i didn't look into that um I I forget why they did it. What was the rationale behind it? Um <clears throat> I didn't look into it. Well, I think they gave the but,
0: Charles Manson nonsense where he was this fengali that again, he was a Hispanic guy that had sway and controlled all these white supremacists. You know, they just they had to do what he said. So he was he was he wasn't there, but from afar, like Charles Manson wasn't at the at the site of the Tate LaBianca murders either. But he was, you know, he was playing the Beatles White album and he, he made those guys do it. You know, same kind of thing.
2: When you get to the bottom, you go back to the top of the slide.
0: You know, come on, <laughs> that's Don. Right.
2: What's the that's rest? Right. Of
0: it? Uh, Don I, that's right. That's hell. It's helter skelter, and you know, I I, <laughs> I, I I paid way more attention to Lennon songs than McCarthy's, unfortunately. So. Ah, that's right. I, the, I forget.
2: You're, you're 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 anti-McCarthyist.
0: I'm, I, I'm a <laughs> Lennon guy.
2: I love, I, I love Paul. I love fall, you know, the whole deal. We've been through this before. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like, um, so uh, I, I I hope not. I hope, I hope we don't get a civil war. I, I don't think so. But if we do, or if there, if there's any, any remote chance of it, I think it's going to be led by an FBI guy, most likely. And they're going to co-opt people uh, from, from the Trump cult. Guarantee, oh, yeah, yes, those other yes. people that they're going to co opt to 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 get to do it because they're the those most people likely. are
0: primed. I mean, they they did that going back to, to it, Germany, the, Hitler. You know, yeah. Hitler, Hitler was was jumping up on the in the beer halls, right. and he, he he wasn't just some kind of failed painter. I mean, Hitler, read Wall Street in the eyes of Hitler. I mean, they control these things. They're just nice. so, if you if you have somebody like that that's allowed to do it, you're right. The because the Trump people are, I mean, they're 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 worshiping Trump. Who's never going to do anything? So they're, they they w- would they would love to have somebody that's going to be proactive and do something. Right. So yeah, they're they're ripe for the picking, definitely.
2: All right, man. Uh, Tone thoughts on that, and then
1: we're getting up out of here, buddy. Well, I was just saying earlier, I, you know, i had um, been friends with some of the Proud Boys. I, I don't know <laughs> if there's an organization anymore, but I remember having it on my show, and I'm like, you guys are terrible white supremacists. I haven't met a yeah. white guy
0: yet. <laughs> 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 of black guys and worst white supremacist ever. It to, I, mean, it uh, I,
1: I don't think you know if you know anything about warfare it's kind of hard to see what do you mean civil war how would that work i mean you talk about an agrarian south an industrialized north with different uh economic goals like the south mm-hmm. wanted free trade the north wanted protectionism because of the industry mm-hmm. um the north you know Wanted more immigration. The South did not. I mean, there's all sorts of you know uh, disagreements there that it's just spilled over. And then you had the the geographic Mason-Dixon divide lines, right? And culture. How do you do that in a hodgepodge of you know a polyglot boarding house for the world, like Teddy Roosevelt said we were going to become? That's what we are now. How do you how do you have a civil war with, with your neighbor? You know, like yeah, if, yeah. what if you're in a blue? You know, every red state, every city's blue. Yeah. So right. what are you going to have like? A, that's,
0: yeah, that's, that's be- what I pointed out, Tony, logistically. I don't know how what because you, there's no it's not like there aren't some uh, a bunch of Democrats in Wyoming or something. And it's not like there aren't conservatives in California. They exist. You can't see so you would have to it would be a different secession movement because you would have to. It, and you know what happened the last time somebody tried to secede, you know, a million people died. So they pretty much have established their. this union is not voluntary. You, know, you, you you doesn't matter whether you consent or not we may have fought a revolution for the consent of the governed but Lincoln said no nah, you know what you, you better consent I don't care what you think and uh but now you'd have to how would you do that would it would be almost like a, a a Palestine situation where you people would have to be displaced because who's going to move you know who what, are you, you going to get the Democrats to move out of Wyoming or are you or they gonna have an easier time getting the conservatives out of California but you can't or, or the liberals out of Florida. I mean, Texas, it's, it's, I don't know how that would work. I mean, yeah. you, you, and you're not going to, and the, the, the thing that to remember is the other side. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself on the rebel side because I'm a rebel, but the, the side that the establishment, they're not going to let anybody leave if they didn't let you leave in 1860. Right. They're sure not going to let you leave now because they need us around. They need people without us around. They have nobody to lecture. They have nobody to, you know, to wag their finger at. Well, they have uh, nobody at, to
1: produce anything.
0: Yeah, and they have nobody to produce anything. So I, I don't, I mean, I I don't see any way it can happen logistically.
1: Well, the only the only thing too I would add is that civil war wouldn't look like you would think it would. I mean, you, what you're going to have if the United States continues its current trajectory and decline and collapse, um, the legitimacy of, of the government starts to wane. Individual states and counties could start looking at, hey, we don't want your... <coughs> you know uh, massive tax rates and and, right. and uh regulation we have to get back on track where our people are you know we need we need hope we have to have some you don't offer that it could be geographic breakaways or even like normalization of like well we won't accept any benefits you leave us alone and we'll do we'll trade with each other there might be something like that that's yeah. that's a term, that's balkanization but if you look at the demographics of the united states and if you look at the map of the united states basically uh west of the mississippi the population just goes to just, I mean, it's not even measurable to some of the areas in the East, the East is where all the population is. So on the West, aside from, you know, California and, and, and a little bit of Washington state, it's mostly just blank. So uh, I I would, I would look for demographics and, and localized stuff to start pushing back on the federal government or anything like that. If, if, if it's continues this economic decline and it's, you know it's corruption is over so over overwhelming and glaring um so you might see stuff like that but i don't see like maga versus antifa or something <laughs> no like no
2: no no, that's not happening i agree with you i want to say what's up to everybody in the free world chat thank you for being there we appreciate it nemo what's up buddy good to see you um it's it's been a while so i'm, I'm glad you're there and of course uh Wayne mccroy man um we are in your debt, sir. Thank you so much for everything, for, for Free World NYC, for everything you did with the station and you continue to do with the station. Um, <clears throat> he has a show on on Free World. Got to go over there and support when when he's broadcasting. It's on Fridays. Uh, and soon we're going to have that whole lineup pumping, you know what I mean? Um, uh, Steve Poikinen is, is going on on Fridays right now from 1 to 4 p.m., uh, Eastern, you know, so go, go check him and join the chat. Everything is going to, going to be uh, uh, up and running soon, even though right now it's functional, you know, so uh, thank you for being there. I, I appreciate all of you guys. And next week, uh, hopefully you guys can do it. If you guys can't, like I, I, I'll continue, but uh, we're going, we're going to go two hours for the first episode of 2024. And uh, second hour will be exclusive over on freeworld.fm eventually we're going to phase out entire programs um we we'll, we'll we'll still support rockfin of course but, but uh but we'll maybe we'll do one week on one week off or something like that if you want to listen the next week you have to come over to freeworld.fm that is our home and and we want to invite everybody to come over to our home you know and it's it's we we built it for all of you and that's no bullshit you know um no bullshit that, that's exactly why it was built so come be a part of it um, and in order to get that to happen, you know, we have to divorce ourselves from a YouTube and divorce ourselves from, from, uh, from a rock fan to a certain degree. Um, so we're, we're going to do that. And at some point, maybe down the line, we, we may introduce, a a a a video aspect to it right now. That's not in the cards, it's radio, you know? Um, so, uh, but, uh, please support, come, come over there. So that's what we're going to do next week. Lord willing in 2024. Uh, and uh, i'd love to see you guys all over there for the second hour all right but just giving you a heads up of, of where we're going to move uh the progression of the show in 2024 um listen it's been a blast it's been a pleasure um it, to to talk to you guys in 2024 really it has i look forward to sitting here and and talking to to don and tony and and all of you you know one hundred of our closest friends live you know and then and, and, and I don't want to leave out the podcast. You know, the thousands of people that listen over there, thank you for tuning in. And that continues to grow. You know, it's a slow grind, but thank you. We, we appreciate all of you that are over there on AmericaUnplugged.com, AmericaUnplugged Radio.com, AmericaUnplugged on Apple Podcast. You guys know the deal. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you guys have an excellent 2024. Come along for the ride. You know, um, we're going to need each other, man. Really, really, we are. It's going to be a crazy freaking year and you're going to see things that you're not going to believe and you're not going to want to believe, you know, and uh, we will do our best to try to figure it out along with you, you know, um, and, and uh, I'm not looking forward to November at all, you know, and, and, and typically that's uh that's my favorite time of year, you know, uh, but uh, 2024 is, is going to be something else. i um, I'm not looking forward to, to, I mean, I, I want to be around for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not looking forward to what we're going to experience when we're there. All right. Um, I'm going to talk to the chat in just a bit, but I want to let Tony know, uh, I want to let Tony let you guys know where he is and what he's going to be doing. What's up to him.
1: Well, I agree with you. It's going to be some cold November rain, uh, coming up in 2024. <laughs> right. I don't think I, I was asked the other day to uh, going by and seeing my uh, family and, and <laughs> my stepmom asked me, she said, uh, what do you, who do you think is going to, what do you think about the 2024 election? I said, it's kind of irrelevant I mean, because the deep state and the people that control both parties, I'm going to get war. I'm going to get open borders. I'm going to get a declining dollar. I'm going to get, you know, intervention uh, everywhere in my life. I'm going to get regulation. It's going to be, I might even on this, you might feel better on the surface if you get somebody with an R next to their name, but that's all all it's designed to do. And that's one of the reasons we don't have more pushback is that this is a, the Re- Republican Party is a scientifically engineered organization to make sure that all of your outrage turns inert and turns into nothing. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, it's scientific. I don't know how they did it, but it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> somebody needs to do like in a complete breakdown, like, uh, and study this, like a fine <laughs> study. Um, I, you can find me at arterburn.news is my website, uh, and, and I'm going to be doing some, some changes over there. Uh, we've got great stuff coming out with uh free world i just want to everybody that's uh, listening to the station please hang on with us we got we've only got so much help but we're, we're building momentum into the into the new year we're going to have an app you can just download it put it on your phone and you'll be able to hear all the hosts and all the all the great commentary and and you know even if it's not live you're going to get great stuff and so we're going to put that in there it's going to be Unlike any other station, that's that's been uh, mine and Billy's vision for a long time is like we're just we want to create a a a clearinghouse for all great ideas. that Anybody that wants to be a host, and, and if you're it, perhaps we're looking for you, you can write write us in for, to Free World or go to the website if if you're interested in doing a show or you want to be part of that. It's for the people. We'll definitely give you uh, give a look at it and yeah.
2: Uh, and I know. got a couple of those man in, in, in the email. I got a couple of those that that I have to respond back to. So I I fully intend on doing that. Go ahead, Tony. What's up?
1: Yeah, If you want to sponsor us, you're, you're certainly welcome to, and and we're looking for that as well. Uh, Same thing with my gold and silver (laughs) business. I've been looking, I've been asking the same question all this, this last year. Like how do, how do we help more people? You know, how do we get people engaged in, in what's coming in the new economy? And so what's my meditation, my prayer has been how do I more effectively communicate what I see and how can i give people real solutions there's a lot especially in this sector a lot of doom and gloom you know we come out and and, and there is doom and gloom sorry but uh there also is you trying to find a silver lining a a a, a light in the dark is what uh, i think this panel does every week and uh, uh, so we're going to be doing a lot of stuff i'll have some announcements coming out on on wise wolf and wolf pack uh, maybe some ways that some people can get involved we've got an affiliate program and it may turn into a franchisee program. And I, having been a franchisee of other businesses, I may just open this up and try to make it the least expensive, least uh, costly way to get into your own business. And I can teach you how I may do that. I hasn't, I haven't announced that yet. If you if you want to be an affiliate, write me through the uh, website, I've got a form. Now you can go out and sell products and get commissions on them. Um, but we definitely want to do solutions based projects in 24 i know uh, billy and i and and don have talked about that and and uh, we're just appreciate everybody being here so thank you thank you tony tony tony's a godsend he is he's an
2: angel on earth ladies and gents mr Uh, don Jeffries, the legendary i gotta thank you for 2024 for putting up with me man and 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 sitting here with us and, and 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 for your excellent fantasy football advice, of course,
0: um, uh, didn't work out too well for me this year. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> but I ended up, but, but we appreciate you so much, you know, we, and we respect you and and uh, and we love Mr. Jeffries here on America Unplugged. Thank you for 2024, sir. I mean for 2023, and, and we look forward for 2024.
0: Go ahead, sir. Well, thank thanks, sir. I, I love being on here with you guys, and appreciate your support. Uh, donaldjeffries.substack.com, uh, Substack is where you can find me. And, uh, that's because I'm shadow banned. Uh, Twitter's easing up a little bit, but it's still, you know, it's still evidence that it's there. I hear from people and they're still doing stuff with my tweets, but, uh, Facebook is pretty hopeless. So I, I can only use Substack. So please subscribe to there. donaldjeffries.substack.com. It's called I protest just like my Friday live streaming show, the new book out there, which uh, I was on with Tony on David Knight show. Uh, Just yesterday, we talked about, uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Uh, Pipe the Bim on Red, um, Dean Andrews, Jim Garrison, and the Conspiracy to Kill JFK, my JFK book. Brand new, but uh, obviously Masking the Truth is still out there. It remains the most shadow banned book in the world. I'm calling it that. Uh, Somebody come up with some competition. I don't know, but nobody, it's that thing. It's unbelievable the games they play with that. So please do what you can. To try to break the algorithm there, try to get it in your libraries. I appreciate so many of you, Guard Goldsmiths, one of the keeps buying extra copies, and I, I really appreciate that. But uh, we need to try to break the algorithm, and maybe I can get uh, some of the big names in the alt media interested in it because so far they're kind of uh, turning their nose up at it when they should be welcoming this book. But again, I appreciate everybody's support, especially. Uh, those of you at Substack been very generous to me this year, and I'm I'm making more money now in Substack than I do from my books. So, and that's all thanks to you. So, I appreciate it.
2: Angus Mustang says fantasy politics league for 2024. I love that. <laughs> I love that idea. I don't know how we would make that happen, but I love that idea. My my first pick would be uh, 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 Donald Trump yeah <laughs> that's my first pick you got everybody yeah, yeah. behind him i think i could make a lot of money with donald trump so that's that would be my first pick in the fantasy <laughs> politics league all right um chris graves greetings to you i see you buddy happy new year to you wishing you the best he's doing his thing over on free world also man and in life uh you know chris graves you're gonna have a great 2024 man and thank you for everything that you do yes. for us and with us man harps uh let, let me know what happens in the future foggy trail what's going on t jordan is here john Bagzillion, i don't even know if i'm saying that right but i'm trying john what's going on how you doing uh rocky usa how are you thank you buddy uh lb what's up lb uh let's see what else would we, what else who else do we have i think i got everybody else john
0: Don lambert uh is it Don Lambert's here
2: i got john lambert also what's up John's johnny Denver, how you doing okay.
0: Oh, Don Lambert. Don Lambert. Don.
2: Don. What's up, Don? Don Lambert. Okay, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's okay. How you doing, Don? Um, Little John over in Rockfin. Steve Swan is there. Uh, Angus Mustang. We already hit a lot of a lot of Rockfin up. Uh, a girl. Greetings. <laughs> happy dystopian New Year to all. Uh, absolutely. Uh, happy dystopian New Year to you too. Uh, there were a few more, but I mm-hmm. I, I think we got everybody today. If if I missed anybody, I'm sorry, but I tried to hit up everybody in the beginning that way we made sure we hit everybody up. Um there were a couple of new faces, but I didn't get every I I, I don't know if I committed those to memory. Nancy Chambers, I know I mentioned you before. Greetings to you. Hope you're doing well. Happy 2024. All right. We're getting up out of here. Infinite fringe Um infinite fringe on Apple Podcast and uh America Unplugged, freeworld.fm. Happy 2024. Twilight Zone Marathon, if something dope comes up, which it will inevitably happen, I'll probably tweet something out about the Twilight Zone as I customarily do. Um, But that's what I'm going to do for New Year's. I'm going to sit around, watch the Twilight Zone, eat (laughs) stuff, and uh, relax, man. Take it easy. Get ready for 2024 uh, because we're going to need the reserves. So that's it. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Yet another year. It's America Unplugged. Tony, you're going to play us out? You got it. All right. Bye-bye. Don't burn the place down while we're gone.